Over the past four weeks at Westlake Hills, we have been studying the different characters in the birth of Jesus story and how all of them had to wait in some different way. And someone asked me yesterday, why did I choose this? Why do we choose waiting as the theme? And the thing is, is that waiting is something that really is universal to all people, regardless of your age or stage. And it's universal in that none of us really like to do it. On Saturday, my sister and her family flew in from Austin. They texted us as soon as they landed saying, we've arrived on our way. Well, all of us immediately began to get excited. And the house was busy and stirring and I was trying to, you know, get everything just right in place. And my kids were just so excited to see their cousins that they haven't seen in six months. And they're really young, so, you know, they change so quickly. And so Elijah, my youngest child, I noticed he began to wait by the front door. And he is just waiting. And and he was... Good, and he was really calm and everything, and then a few minutes passed, and then he began to wait in a a little bit deeper way, and he starts to climb the door. And, And they're still not arriving because, you know, in our culture, when we wait for things, we expect them to happen right away. And so he's waiting with this this great excitement. And then when I came back in the room, he's literally putting his head through the front door willing them to arrive to us, if not for 360 traffic. And he is, every car that's going by, he's like, they're still not here. (laughs) Then when they arrived, we all squealed. We ran outside. We grabbed the baby out of the car seat. And we were just so excited. The waiting hadn't meant anything. In fact, the waiting had built this anticipation this excitement for what was about to happen. And you know, businesses know this about us. They know that if they make us wait a little bit for something that we want, it can build excitement. In 2013, a movie came out that swept the entire world. It had these characters, Elsa and Anna and Olaf, and then made parents hear from their little children for six years until the sequel came out. In May of this year, we were, the world was let know that there was going to be another Star Wars movie. It was official, but we had to wait six months to see it. Businesses are really good at that, this, and Georgetown University just did a study, and it proved that when you have a waiting period and you're getting ready to wait to purchase something, especially if it's a big item, that the waiting period actually can lead to you more likely purchasing it because you have to make the wait worth it. Another study showed that waiting and the result of the waiting is all about what you expect during that waiting time. So I want to ask all of us, how do you do with waiting? You're at a stoplight. There's a car in front of you. The light turns green. How long do you wait before you honk at them to move? You're at your desk. The spinning circle of death shows up on your computer screen. How long do you let it spin before you just reboot the computer? 
or you're texting with one of your children or a spouse, and you know they saw it because the bubbles came up. How long do you wait before you start just sending question marks over and over again? All of these situations, they, the way that I approach them tends to make me just more irritable or angry or frustrated in that moment. And what I've realized is that when I'm doing this waiting, it's really about the expectations that I have on the other people that are involved with them. And I've actually set up these false expectations for how these people are supposed to react quickly or react on my time. And the expectations that I set up result in disappointment. I had expectations for how my college football team that I follow was supposed to do this year. Happens to be a team located in Athens, Georgia, and I was disappointed. I had expectations for how long it was going to take me to get home from downtown last week. I had expectations. They were not met. I was disappointed. Honestly, though, I do the same thing with God. I set up these expectations for God. I pray desperately for things to change, and I expect God to make it happen in my time. I expect for God to show up when situations are difficult in the way that I want God to show up. I want us to consider for tonight, what if we let go of the expectations that we have for how God is supposed to act in our life and we just anticipated the way that God is already with us? So we're going to read Matthew's version of the birth story. And I think it has a some insight for us on how we can wait with anticipation. This is how Matthew's gospel goes. Now, the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before Mary and Joseph, before Mary had been engaged, before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man, And unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, he planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins." All of this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the Lord commanded him, and he took her as his wife, but had no marital marital relations with her until he had, she had born a son and named him Jesus. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. <clears throat> Excuse me. The angel says, call him Emmanuel, which in Hebrew means God is with us. But is God with us? 
when I pray those prayers for my children that all of us have prayed for them not to feel pain or suffering or be left out or be excluded and they're not answered, is God with us? When I still feel very anxious and overwhelmed and fearful, is God with us? When I look around at the world and and we see injustice and violence, is God with us? What I want to propose tonight is this. What if we have been waiting for God to show up and be with us because we've got expectations for how God is supposed to show up and be with us? We have been waiting for God to be with us in the way that God is supposed to be with us. What if we have been waiting for God not with anticipation, but for the way that we think things are supposed to go? Joseph had proposed a way to handle the situation with Mary. Joseph could have done this. He could have set up expectations for how things were supposed to go. He could have been like, okay, hold up, angel. This is not how things are supposed to go. We aren't even married yet, let alone you think the two of us, we're the ones that are going to be worthy to raise your son that you just told me is supposed to save the whole world from their sins. Really, the better way, God, the better way to handle this, the way that I propose is for you to let me take Mary to a village where she can have that baby and we can keep it quiet. She won't look bad and it certainly won't look bad on me. But the scripture says it very clearly. In fact, it might be the most clear scripture in our passage that Jesus awoke from sleep and he did as the Lord commanded. Remember, the baby hasn't been born yet. He hasn't even seen a bump on Mary's belly. In that moment, Joseph chose to believe God is with us. And this is the thing. All of us in the midst of our chaotic lives and our lives where it seems like God might not be with us the way we have written it to be, tonight we can believe God is with us. You know, in the morning, you're brushing your teeth or doing your hair and and you remember a loved one who has passed. And then at some point later in the day, you hear a song that you know that person loved or you see a candy that you know they loved and, and it warmness overwhelms you and you remember the love they had for you. That is God with us. You or your spouse suddenly lose their job and you are so embarrassed to have to go tell them. And then you get home and your spouse says, we've got this. That is God with us. Your partner, your spouse dies too early. The ground beneath you feels like it's going to fall. And then you get a letter in the mail from someone you haven't been able to connect with during the grief period. And all it says is praying for you. That is God with us. You're a student in the midst of finals and you are in over your head. You know you're not going to be be able to pull out the grade you want. You're thinking this is it. I'm going to have to rethink my major. I'm going to have to rethink my whole life. Everything in the world is falling before me. And then you get a random text from a friend that just says, what's up? That is God with us. 
We were just talking with a family over here who has their first grandchild. And Stacy, Claire, and I went over there to see this baby. And y'all know how it is when there's a baby or a puppy in the room? We're all just like... My sister's baby's in town, and I'm not kidding. We've spent hours not talking to each other, just looking at that baby. It's not an accident that that's how God chose to come to be in the world with us. Every year on December 24th, we are reminded that the everlasting God came into this world as a baby, a baby that had no expectations. Babies don't have any. A baby that was totally helpless. And, and, and I wonder, what would it feel like for us just to anticipate all those ways that God really is with us? Not to expect from God, but just to anticipate. And I think this is what it would look like. It would look like Elijah my son, when he was waiting for his cousins to show up because he had no expectations. He didn't expect that the the kids, the three-year-old and the 10-month-old who hadn't seen him in six months would even know his name. He didn't know that when he reached for that baby, which actually happened, the baby started crying, didn't want him. He had no expectations. He was just waiting with anticipation and pure excitement that they had made the trip. They had made the trip to come see us. We must be special. We have family in town. What if we realized this night our God made the trip? God is with us. Let's anticipate his coming together. Amen.